Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, so, yeah, look, this is a boxing channel, right? Hence the name, Montero Unboxing. But I wanted to do something a little different today and just post a video talking about football. And for all my international listeners, my international subscribers, I'm talking about American gridiron football, the NFL, specifically my Detroit Lions who are one game away from the Super Bowl. They play the San Francisco 49ers uh, in California this Sunday. The winner of that game represents the NFC in the Super Bowl. This is a big, big deal for people either from Detroit, living in Detroit, or who have some kind of connection or tie to Detroit. Um, it's just a big deal. And I think a lot of America is catching on. It feels like the, the Lions have become America's team. Uh, recently because they're like the feel-good story of the season and we want to uh, see it continue right but um you know i've had some fans or some friends ask me uh the casual football fans and just sports fans uh ask me you know why is this such a big deal because they they see some of the celebrations and people being so excited and you know uh, a few friends have asked me like man this is just football what's what's the big deal you know uh and to be clear i should say you know it, it's been fun um watching football this year just as a casual fan because you know in boxing I dabble in media and, and I've worked in boxing. I've competed in boxing, amateur and pro. And so like when I watch fights, I'm watching it like analytically, I'm breaking things down. I'm not watching it as a fan. It's impossible for me to do that anymore. Well, in football, I can still watch as just a crazy casual fan, right? And it's been so much fun watching the Detroit Lions these last two seasons. Um, I wanted to talk just a minute about what this means, okay? so so. I, I grew up there. I, I grew up in the Detroit area and, and I moved when I was in high school. Uh, my, my parents, we were located, my parents, they got divorced. And, and so from that point forward, I've moved all around the country. I've lived all over the United States. And um, in those travels, coast to coast, north, south, east, west, everywhere. Um, I have followed, you know, began following teams in other markets because you live there. I, I lived in Los Angeles for 10 years, you know, and it was exciting there when the, the St. Louis Rams came back to LA. Growing up when I was a kid, it was the LA Rams back when I lived in Detroit. And I started paying attention to the LA Rams when they drafted Jerome Bettis. You guys might remember him, the bus, Detroit's own Jerome Bettis went to the LA Rams. And so even as a kid in Detroit, Lions are my top team, my favorite football team, but I started watching the LA Rams and paying attention to them because of Jerome Bettis. And then later on, it just so happened that I moved to St. Louis for work for a little while while the Rams were in St. Louis. And then when I lived in LA, they moved back to LA. So LA Rams, for example, are a team that I have followed uh, for, for years, literally since I was a kid. And so there's a couple other examples of that, but I've always kept up with the Lions, no matter where I've lived and no matter how many places I've lived and how long I've lived in those places, I consider myself a Detroiter. It's where I'm originally from. And my grandparents, you know, when they came to this country, they ultimately all matriculated to the Detroit area. That's, that's, I have a lot of roots there. Okay. A lot of family roots there. I still have a lot of family and friends in that area. So I've always kept up with Detroit sports, but more than, more than anything else, it's been the lions. And then in the summer, the, the Detroit tigers, 
it's been hard to watch all the games living in different parts of the country. You know, it used to be really, really difficult to do that. So what I would do back in the day when they had newspapers is I would um, look in the, at the box scores in the newspaper, and that's how I'd keep up with my Detroit teams. You know, that that's how old school I go back. Um, but it's been easier in recent years with the Internet, of course. And now I got the fire stick. So I haven't missed a game, a Lions game or hardly a Tigers game in the last two seasons. It's been awesome. But this season, the Detroit Lions have won two playoff games, okay? And to be clear, I was born in 1979. Before this year, the Detroit Lions had won one playoff game in my entire lifetime. So they've already done more this season than they have done in any other season in my lifetime. The playoffs are structured differently now than they were back in the early 90s when the Lions won uh, the, the one playoff game of my lifetime. Uh, and that was the year, um, it was the 91 season. The playoffs took place in 90, early 92 because that's the way the NFL schedule works. But the playoffs were structured a little differently back then. And the, the Lions had a bye that year. So they didn't play on wildcard weekend. It was right to the divisional round. And they won that game against uh, the, the Dallas Cowboys, I believe. And then they played the Washington Redskins in the NFC Championship. And they lost. They lost pretty handedly. But the Redskins were great that year. They were a great team. They went on to win the Super Bowl. They had some great, great players. So there was no shame in losing to them. But that's when um, Barry Sanders had just joined the team recently, you know, in the last season or so. And a lot of people felt, man, we, we got Barry. Everyone in Detroit, you know, I was a kid at that time growing up there, a teenager. And it was like, man, we're going to be back in the playoffs and we're going to win Super Bowls with this guy. And it just never happened. You know, they went back to the playoffs a couple times here or there uh, during Barry's run during the 90s. And then even after that, in the 2000s, there might have been once or twice, but always lost. They could never win a playoff game, right? They could never win the big game. They just could not get over the hump. And Dan Campbell, the new coach of the Detroit Lions, uh, and, and the whole front office, all the way up to ownership right now, has been spectacular building in the draft these last few years and building up a squad of young, gritty, mentally tough players that are passionate about playing for the Lions. They've bought in and they want to bring the Lions back to relevance because the Lions were relevant in the 90s because of Barry Sanders, because a lot of people consider him the best running back ever, clearly one of the best. And he was our guy. So, uh, you know, the Lions were relevant in that case. People would watch just to see Barry. <laughs> That's just pretty much what you watched, right? But once the NFL became the NFL, okay, football was around before the NFL started. But once it became the NFL and there was a Super Bowl, the Lions have never been to one Super Bowl. Never, right? Before the NFL was a thing, the Lions were one of the best teams in football. That's one of the great ironies of it. They won multiple championships. I want to say like in the 40s and 50s. And then once the NFL became the NFL and it, you had the Super Bowl every year, there was the merger and all that, the Lions haven't been able to get it done. And they have not only been the worst team in the NFL, they have been the worst franchise in American sports. Being from Detroit, you kind of had to wear that and own it while that coincided with the fact that the city of Detroit was at one point the murder capital of America. 
It was um, overrun with crime. There was a mass exodus. Over a million people moved out of the city. There were riots. There were race riots. You know, there are so many things that happened over the second half of the 20th century that just devastated the city. One thing after another. Um, the, the car companies had issues. You know, the, the big five had issues. And uh, the unions and... The, the schools were just all that, right? So, so Detroit, just as a city, was always in the news being represented as this terrible place. It was almost the laughing stock of the country in a lot of ways. And the media loved to report negative stories about Detroit. My whole childhood, anytime there'd be like the, the, the local news that we'd watch every night back when people still watch the news. And then after that would be the national news. Right. And anytime we heard Detroit mentioned in the national news, it was about the murder rate, the crime, the crumbling infrastructure, businesses leaving all that stuff. Right. The, the, the depressed economy, all of that. So while the city of Detroit is this depressed place that's declining. The population's leaving. Uh, the economy is going downward. And you're, you're dealing with um, most people at that time in Detroit that were dealing with layoffs and things with their own family, or they knew people, friends, neighbors, family that were dealing with layoffs or dealing with crime. My family was no exception to that. My father was laid off multiple times. There were things that we had to deal with as a family that were really, really difficult. As kids, it was difficult for us to understand. And that's ultimately what led to my, my family leaving Detroit. My, my father lost his job for like the third or fourth time, and he was offered a job in another city. And we went. We had to. We were broke. We had to go where we could make money to eat, right? Anyway, I mention all that because that whole downturn of the city of Detroit and all the problems it had gone through and, and what all the people there had gone through collectively. There were things that maybe divided people and that people argued about, whatever. But one thing that we all collectively kind of went through was the bullshit and, and just all the, the, the depression of being in that area. And it kind of coincided with this Detroit Lions team. It kind of just fit. They kind of went together, yin and yang, because or not even yin and yang, peanut butter and jelly is a better comparison because it, 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 it was perfect. Oh, yeah, of course the Lions are in Detroit. The Lions aren't going to be in L.A., New York, Chicago, Miami, Dallas, you know, places like that. Of course, the Lions fit perfectly in Detroit. It just fit, right? So you fast forward all these years later. And now the Detroit Lions are one of the best teams in football. I saw a stat over the last two years. I can't remember the exact number, but over like the last two seasons, maybe two seasons plus going into like two and a half seasons, the Lions have won basically 75% of their games. That's hard to do in the NFL. It's, it's, it's one thing to do that in one season, but to do that over a stretch of multiple seasons, that's difficult. And that shows that you are truly one of the best teams in football. So the Detroit Lions are a top five team right now. Love it or hate it, that's the truth. Statistically, that's the truth, okay? And now they're one of the most, I would say, pound for pound, valuable franchises to invest in. If I were going to invest in a football team right now, like if they were a stock, the Detroit Lions, I'm buying 
Because now that America has caught on to this team and sees this story, everyone's going to want a piece. The merchandise and all that's going to be great. They've got some great young players, fantastic young players on both sides of the ball that are going to sell jerseys, sell tickets, right? It's the best bargain you can get if you're investing in a football team right now. It's so awesome to be saying that about the Lions. It just so happens this rise of the Detroit Lions is coinciding with a rebirth in the city of Detroit. The last few times I've gone back and visited, whether it was going back to visit for friends, family, or for business, I've gone up there for business a few times in recent years. I'm amazed at all the development off of Woodward Ave from the river and like west of there off of Woodward. There's, there's all this development. There are restaurants, there are bars, um, there are flower shops, you know, candy stores, anything you can think of all along that center there. And I see people out walking around. All the teams, the sports teams, when I was a kid, the Detroit Pistons were out in Auburn Hills. The Detroit Lions were out in uh, Pontiac, right? All the teams were out in the suburbs because nobody wanted to go downtown. You went downtown for Detroit Tigers games. And I remember as a kid, you know, going, going down there for games and my father wouldn't let me out of his sight, you know, and he'd be like, Hey, get over here. You know, he kept me at arm's length. You had to watch your back. People did not go hang out downtown. Families didn't hang out downtown. Now you go downtown Detroit, you've got Comerica park right there where the Tigers play Ford field where the lions play. There's a little Caesars arena right there. That's where the, the hockey and basketball teams play. You've got the theater right there. You've got everything right there. There's new development. They're, the tallest building in Detroit's being built right now. There's a new bridge to Canada. That's going to be even bigger and badder than all the other ones. The Gordie Howe bridge, right? All this cool stuff is going on. It doesn't mean Detroit's perfect. There's still a lot of crime and poverty and a lot of issues in Detroit. Okay. I'm not trying to say like, it's this magical, perfect place now, but there's, there are actually positive things happening and positive things to talk about. And my entire lifetime that hasn't happened. It, it's, it's, that's why it's so emotional for people from that area, because Literally, dude, I'm in my 40s. This has never happened. There's actually something positive and uplifting and happy to talk about in Detroit. So with all that development going on, and, and now you can go downtown and watch a game and like get dinner afterwards and get a drink and hang out in a bar. There's rooftop bar, rooftop bars in, in Detroit. What? Outdoor rooftop bars in Detroit? You can hang out at the opera house on the roof before a Tigers game and then walk over to Comerica. Like there's all kinds of stuff you can do that just didn't exist when I was a kid. And it's coinciding with the Lions kicking ass <laughs> and being becoming America's team and being one step away from the Super Bowl. And to be clear, I think they're going to upset the 49ers. I think they're going to the Super Bowl. I really do. That's why it's so cool, guys, because it's coinciding when the Lions were dog shit, it coincided with the decay of Detroit, right? There was a lot of symbolism there. Now the Lions are rising and there's this rebirth and it's positive and it's 
fun and people are talking about it. People from different neighborhoods and backgrounds are coming to the game and tailgating together and partying and having a good time. And there's no rioting. There's no shootings at these games. Like as a kid, look, when I was a kid, the Detroit Pistons won back-to-back championships in the NBA. There were like shootings and shit and like shit getting burnt down after those championships. Like people lost their freaking minds, right? Stuff like that was still going on. And again, the Pistons didn't even play downtown. They were out in Auburn Hills. This is different. You go to a Lions game now, a Tigers game, whatever it is, and like there's kids and families out and like there's no riffraff. There's no fights. There's no there's no problems. There's just no crime around there. Again, you leave that area, it's different, okay? But I'm just saying to have that is so awesome. And um, the thing that sports does Sports molds men for, for one thing. I mean, uh, me being in sports and then being in the military really molded me. And, and it, um, you, you start to see your teammates as brothers, right? And all the petty uh, superficial differences melt away and you guys are just brothers and you start to love people that, um, Maybe you don't have other things in common with, maybe you have a different religion, a different worldview, whatever it is. Suddenly it doesn't matter because you're, you're on the same mission together. Right. And as a fan of sports, it's kind of the same thing, man. So it, it, sports really do bring communities together and they mold men. They make uh, boys into men. They really, truly do. It, they've played a big role in my life in the success in my life, that and the military. Um, so I think those things kind of coincide. And Another thing sports does, I've talked about bringing people together. It brings families together, right? So, and, and it provides nostalgia and memories. This season, watching the Lions go, what, 12 and five in the regular season. And now with the two playoff wins, they're 14 and five. Basically, again, 75% of the games they've won. And they've won some tough games and beat some really tough teams. They've had some nail biters, right? They've had to pull it out in the end. And they never could do that before. They'd always let you down. This season, they're pulling it off week after week, right? Not only has it been super fun, but it's brought back memories of my childhood. Watching the games at my grandma Montero's house, because on Sundays, we go to grandma Montero's house and have Sunday dinner. And being around my family. And at the time when you're a kid, you're like, oh, do we have to go to grandma Montero's? I want to play with my friends. You know, you have that kind of attitude. Now I look back and I'm like, those are some of the best memories of my entire childhood. Those Sunday dinners that I bitched about, right? The whole ride over. Um, it, but then I loved it once we were eating because <laughs> it was awesome. But like I watched the lions lose at grandma Montero's house. Right. Or like the, the Thanksgiving game, the lions play on Thanksgiving every year. We'd either be at grandma's house or sometimes we'd have Thanksgiving at our house, whatever it was. We'd all be with each other watching the Lions lose together and just bitching about how the Lions sucked, right? And just and we all collectively shared in that experience. And so, like, this, these last couple of years have brought back those memories. It may, it's also coincided for me personally with me becoming a father. I've, I've had two little girls now. And so maybe it ties all that in together. I don't know, but like, I've just, I've had sense memory this whole season, thinking back of times like watching with my grandma who's no longer here, my brother 
He was no longer here. Me and my brother used to, we had the same Barry Sanders jersey that we'd share and wear it. And um, I still have that jersey. I've put it on and watched games wearing that jersey, you know, and, and taking pictures, screaming like a lunatic, just because I'm having fun as a fan. I don't get to do that when I'm watching boxing, you know. Um, it's brought back all those memories and it's, it's just been so much fun. And so I'll say this, if the lions don't make it to the super bowl and they lose to the 49ers, I'm still so thankful as a fan. Um, and the guy who's kept up with the team my entire life and, um, the difference, let's say they don't win. Okay. I do think they will beat the 49ers and go, but let's say they don't, this is still the best Detroit lions team of my lifetime. And the difference between this team and that 91 team that I talked about with Barry, where we thought that team was going to come back and, and win championships, right? That team didn't have the depth. The ownership was horrible. And the front office was bad. They were not invested in winning. They were invested in just putting a product on the field and getting people to come buy tickets to watch Barry run the ball. This team's different. This franchise is different. This team will win a Super Bowl in the next five years. It might be this year, but even if it's not this year, in the next five years, timestamp this shit. This team wins a Super Bowl, maybe one or two Super Bowls. I'm telling you now, this franchise is different. And it's so cool, man. Uh, because again, to repeat myself, the Lions were not just the worst team in the NFL. They were the worst franchise in American professional sports my whole lifetime until these last couple of years. Now they're among the top franchises in American professional sports. I never thought I was going to be able to say that in my lifetime. Here I am saying it. Pretty cool, pretty fun. So my prediction is the Detroit Lions win in it's in it's not in san francisco santa clara i think it is in california this weekend um they might have to pull it out at the end jared goff might have to take him down the field for a last minute field goal or touchdown to pull it out i do think it's going to be close i think the lions will be trailing for a good portion of the game but i think they're going to pull it out they're going to pull off that upset 49ers have an amazing team they have so many great players on that team bosa mccaffrey um a lot of great players okay but the lions are a team of destiny they're gonna pull it off they're gonna go to the super bowl all right and uh, we'll talk more about this on my channel i promise the next video will be back to boxing thanks guys go lions